honesty, passion, experience. It's Timberwolves Explosion, hosted on thesportstuff.com and also brought to you by the Oddman Media Network. Here are your hosts, Paladino Joey and Marcus the Forecaster. Again, Timberwolves fans, are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? We are back here once again today. I am your host, Paladino Joey, and with me once again is Marcus, the forecaster. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, welcome back. Welcome aboard. We are back on the Skype train. We are Skyping yet again. Yeah, that was an interesting rhyme, but we are ready to rock and roll with Timberwolves basketball and we've got uh, well, we've got some interesting stuff to talk about, I suppose. We had four games this past week. Uh, Prediction-wise, we, well, we, we did okay. Uh, I don't even remember anymore. No. <laughs> I'm so out of it after these games. My God. Um, is we can pretty much jump straight into it. We're going to basically review the games uh, and then basically <laughs> take a break, preview, go into um, fan interaction and all that good stuff, and then we'll be ready to rock and roll into next week. So essentially there's really no news to talk about this time, so we don't need to catch up too much. Like last show we had a lot of catching up to do. Right now it's more or less – all the in-game stuff that took place and uh, um, the uh, the uh, offensive swings by our, by our opponents that were pretty remarkable. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So dare we head into the barn burner. The barn burner here, Monday, March 3rd. A Timberwolves, well, we beat Denver in the Mile High City. And it's like, okay, well, we won in Denver, but um, we were kicking the crap out of them. And Denver hasn't been playing well at all lately. Yeah, we only win 132 to 128, even though we were winning by like a trillion points the whole game. <laughs> How many points did Denver score in that fourth quarter? Are you, are you ready? 45. He scored 45 points in the fourth quarter. It's a, That's not too bad, is it? It was a Randy Foy. Yeah, he's one of he's one of the reasons. It was, it was a firing squad for those shooting guards in Denver. And JaVel McGee didn't even play. Okay, I'm kidding. Uh, my God. Uh, I might as well throw this stat out right away. Might as well. Denver Nuggets scored 79 points in the uh, second half of this game. What did you think of that? Did you did you like that? Did you enjoy it? Mm-hmm. No. No. <laughs> oh. Does this team give up more three-pointers than any team you've ever seen in the history of mankind? Is it safe to say? Yeah. It's It's ridiculous. You would think we would have learned by now. It's like, can't you just preach some type of perimeter defense? Anything? I I don't know. And it's like some of these guys, maybe they're just uncoachable. Uh, It's just not in their DNA, I suppose. Uh, That's all we're seeing all time and time again is all of a sudden, up, pass the ball, pass the ball. Oh, there he is. Okay. And then someone's flailing with their hands up in the air, hoping to get within like 10 feet of the guy, and then it's just, another three-pointer. 
something else. <laughs> uh, you know, oh, but oh, but come on, love it. Thirty-three and nineteen in the game. So um, there, there you go. So let's uh, let's uh, feed the Kool Aid fans out there that uh, want us to to be nice. Yes, yes. Here's a little blue Kool Aid. Yep, love it. A nice game. But uh, other than that, yeah, I'm glad we scored a lot of points. But we got to cut this kind of stuff out. I mean, yeah, because. Do you know what happens when you have this type of lousy fourth quarter? Sometimes it picks up where it left off into the next game, and it kind of did. <laughs> Just a little bit. Uh, but I'm not hinting at anything. <laughs> you know, I think the only reason he won this game, to be honest with you, when you look at Wilson Chandler's uh, three-point <laughs> attempts, he attempted 11 and made only two. I think that's the only reason we won this game. Yeah. Because he's jacking up so many, he was doing his J.J. Beret impression. He got jealous of J.J. over there, so uh, he started to jack up the ball. And, well, he missed quite a few. I think that's the only reason we won. Seriously. Is it safe to say? Yeah, hmm? yeah the Hicks and the Moskov weren't uh, really doing much for for them. They really weren't, yeah. Not much of an inside game. Uh, Kenneth Fareed, extremely efficient, but only 11 attempts. 9 of 11, though. And this was this was an inside job. Nine of eleven. Oh, okay, that's another inside. Thing. <laughs> Sorry, but <laughs> yeah, it was an inside job for Farid right there. Um, but Mozgov, yeah, he didn't do squat. Uh, he really didn't. Hickson, I almost forgot about him. You know, he wasn't he like a lot better. I mean, not that long ago with Portland. Yeah. Who was he with before that? Uh, I'm like blanking now. Yeah, it seems like he and uh, Fareed aren't playing anywhere near the uh, as well as they were playing uh, last season. Yeah, they were all over the place. Excuse me, all over the place last season. Hickson averaged 15 points a game last year for the uh, Trailblazers, and undersized but very good center. And then with Cleveland, of course, that's where he got got his name out there and became a good player before he won up in Portland and now Denver. Ah, uh, boy. Not, yeah, I mean, Kenneth Reed, you're not hearing, like, the uh, conversation we did last year. It was, like, future all-star in this league. Not really seeing it this year, are we? No. Kenneth Reed, like, what happened? Um, Ty Lawson is the usual. It's the same old story every time the Wolves play against the the uh, Denver Nuggets. Same old story. It's two, it's two guards here that killed us, and both of them have Timberwolves ties. <laughs> um, Ty Lawson, obviously, we know that story. It's an old story where we... He's the only point guard we traded that night. <laughs> and then, you know, the night of the point guard, 2009 draft. Uh-huh. And then Randy Foy, obviously, former Timberwolf and couldn't really establish himself here under the Randy Whitman regime. Though I don't know who could. Uh, Kevin Love couldn't establish himself under Randy Whitman. <laughs> so uh, Foy was scorching the net for the most part. Um, and then a very familiar face. Chris, Chris, Chris Rock himself, yeah, remember, <laughs> remember that guy? Uh, yeah, he played okay. Yeah, it's like uh, I was like, wait a minute, when did he wind up in Denver? And it's uh, he made a couple threes. It's just that's classic Aaron Brooks, though, always hitting threes on the Wolves. Doesn't matter where he is, Phoenix, uh, the uh, Houston, or wherever, he's just gonna hit threes on us. I love, I love Brooks. No, he's a he's a wolf killer. He drives me nuts. But, I mean, I'm glad the Wolves won. Denver is not a good team right now. I mean, their defense is, I guess, worse than ours, to be honest. They, they're completely lackadaisical. Not sure 
really what's going on there. It's like, I, I don't know if it's Brian Shaw or what, but they're nine games under 500, at least at that point, um, a week ago about. <laughs> they were nine games under 500. They're continuing to drop off into no man's land. I remember earlier this year they were ahead of the Wolves, so I don't know. I guess at least someone's doing worse than us, I suppose. <laughs> mm -mm. So if we're ready to jump off that right into New York here, are you ready for the wonderful Knicks game that all of us thought was going to be an easy win? <laughs> Man. It should have been an easy win. I mean, seriously. When it was 9 nothing, and I saw, like, they're just hitting wide open threes, like 9 nothing, 11 nothing. I was like, uh-oh. Uh, okay, guys. Yeah, but yeah, but they're just hot, though. We'll, we'll catch up. It'll be okay. And we never really caught up at all in this game. Yeah, I mean, they, they had our number. They just doubled love, put the pressure on, and uh, attacked him. Big time. They doubled him, and then they were just knocking open threes when they were on, uh, on the offensive side of the ball. They were missing all these uh, all these pick and rolls and stuff. They're just the Timberwolves don't seem to play well against the pick and roll, and that's kind of what's been killing them all season, especially with the obviously the outside shots, Carmelo Anthony and such, because it was the it was just it was the double whammy where the perimeter defense is no good. Oh, and by the way, there's no rim protection either. So, what happens? You just don't win a lot of games that way, especially against physical teams with uh, some talent on the roster. Even though they're extremely underachievers, there's still there's still some talent on that team. You don't want to just play around with them. So, I mean, nobody did well in this game except uh, Pekovic, really, and and uh, Shabazz Muhammad. <laughs> Yeah, five for five. Yes. And, and didn't even play 15 minutes. No, he was he was actually pretty good out there in the little time he was there. Had some turnovers, which was disappointing. But, I mean, I, I'll take the physicality in the offense over that, I suppose, in a big way, to be honest. He gets he he does get snake bit by a lot of like cheap like offensive foul calls. Some some are right and yeah. some are kind of borderline, I would say. Um, but yeah, he should have he should have gotten more playing time in a situation like that instead of our favorite point guard ever. Just look at his stat line. There we there we. <laughs> I hate the guy. Oh, can I say it on the air? It's okay to yeah. I'm, I I'm gonna use the word because I don't want a Kool Aid drink. I. I I just can't, and I don't care what the what anybody thinks. You know, go ahead and unfollow or whatever. One of nine from the floor. He shoots like an idiot. I, I can't stand the guy. He, he complains all the time, and I'll get on to tonight, too, later on uh, with the Toronto game. Oh, boy. What do you think of J.J. Marcus? Wasn't he wonderful in that Knicks game? Oh, he was great. He was awesome. Just what we needed. I mean, if we want that pick, we need more J.J. That's the that's the good part. I mean, you can what 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 should we call him? Uh, uh, I wish there was a term for the people that that you know the the soldiers that go in tanks. He, he's the perfect guy for it. Him and uh, Mark Mad Dog, <laughs> the tankers, right? I got to think of a term. I don't know. I got to get come up with something. Shame on me for that. Um, obviously, if you want rim protection, you just play Gorgie Zhang for the last minute of the game. I guess with. <laughs> I guess that's what we're going to do. <laughs> Isn't that perfect? Yeah, I don't understand. I mean, I 
we didn't use our uh, Durant stopper oh, to yeah. stop Carmelo. We used uh, Corey Brewer. Mm-hmm. It didn't work well at all. He was all over. He just destroyed Corey Brewer the whole game. And like one of the roots of the one of the roots of the problem with our defense too is there's just too much gambling. You know that's another reason why you guys are getting open threes and such. There's too much gambling. They're attacking. They're kind of going. Yeah, I like guys that try to get steals and stuff, but not when it can get you killed. And Brewer, yeah, yeah Brewer and Rubio kind of have that bug a little bit. They're a little bit too too excited to try to get a steal all the time. Or sometimes you got to stay home, especially on shooters. You have to stay home. You've got to stay home. Yeah, and eh? I, I really wanted to see uh, uh, Gorgie go against uh, Tyson Chandler. That would have been interesting. I mean, he's got a little offense ability, too. And obviously, the shot blocking, he, he did get two rebounds and a basket in that last minute. That, not that it matters, but <laughs> it really doesn't. I mean, at least have him there to. Just to change someone's shot, at least. I mean, because when you think of Tyson Chandler, we don't think of him scoring 15 points. Mm -hmm. I was surprised at that. But not surprised considering who was guarding him. Either Love or, uh, for whatever reason, (laughs) um, Dante. He's too short. What are they doing? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can't have Donna Cunningham on Tyson Chandler. So it's like he basically, yeah, he was basically just hooking over him, wasn't he, the whole game? Yeah, it's just unbelievable. Uh, and and that's exactly what was what that's exactly what was happening. He was basically shooting right over Cunningham and getting those little, you know, those little tall, taller that I'm taller than you type of hooks over Dante. And I just don't understand. That's probably one of the reasons Dante was a minus twelve, which was the worst on the roster. Shabazz, amazingly, was a minus 11. Uh, I don't think the turnovers helped his cause, unfortunately. But at the same time, I mean, you can't only go on that. When you got a guy like Luke Richard Mamute was a plus one. Yeah, huh? He was the top guy. Most efficient. Luke Richard. Yes. Uh, Rubio, six turnovers. Just a... It, it was turnover city in this game, but actually not well. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it was, but it wasn't. There were fourteen turnovers, which isn't the worst thing ever. It's mostly just the defense in general. The Wolves shot okay. They shot okay. Uh, Love too trigger happy in this game. He did not play well at all. Um, didn't get a double double. Didn't get a. Didn't get a, uh, even get ten rebounds. But obviously the shooting percentage terrible. Three of yeah. ten, yeah. I mean, stop launching threes. Come on, you know you're 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 down from a team. I, I know you want to try to make a comeback, but launching threes like crazy is not gonna not gonna help you make a comeback. You got to make smart smart points in a situation like that. I gotta think. Hmm. It's all just a myth. Um, Bunninger again. It's just all he does is clang shots. That's all he does, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. His defense was horrible, too. I mean, he was on uh, Carmelo a little bit in this game, too. Just horrible. <laughs> I can't even. Uh, Kevin Martin's the usual softy. I might as well just call him softy cream, because that's about what it is. Uh, Raymond Felton was hitting his threes. Well, who wasn't hitting their threes? And, okay, it's time to throw the stat in, because the New York Knicks scored quite a few points in that first half. In fact, 38 in the first quarter, 28 
in the second, which was a 76-point uh, number. 76 points. Yeah, 76 points in the first half by the Knicks. That's pretty high. Uh, how many points did the Wolves give up when you combine the 79 and 76? 79 points in the second half against Denver. 76 against the Knicks in the first half of this game. Uh, that would be 155 points in a four-quarter span, folks. 155 points. 155 points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this team definitely needs... Say that again? I was saying this team definitely needs to make a change. All of the Adelman guys have made this team any better. Yeah, really. Um they're not making the team better at all. We need to make a change defensively. We need to have, uh, and it's sad you bring in Mamute to to be a defensive guy, and even he's not helping at all either. I'm yeah. not. I'm not seeing the it defense. A- yep. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Oh, you still there? Yeah. I mean, my my priority would be to stop uh, Carmelo, then to have Corey Brewer in there. You know, we we should stop Melo. I mean, I would think so. You got to be a little more focused on it, with without a doubt. It's been a huge, huge problem along the way. Um, obviously, the pick and roll defense has been really rough, and I can see we're having connection issues again. So, apologize, guys. This has happened from time to time. Um, looks like things are okay now. If you're still there, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we have some connection issues once in a while. So that's one thing we have to worry about other than that though at least we're able to get the shows out and the audio is pretty decent except for that small little part there but uh, yeah overall this game was a true atrocity in a big way the defense was the root of it of course the wolves didn't exactly shoot particularly well they didn't play smart on on offense it just it went from bad defense to dumb decision making to the wrong guys on the floor to everything i mean I'll play this out, coach this, blah, blah, blah. Hmm. I mean, is there anything else to add for this game that you would like to get off your chest? It was just an ugly game. I did not want to let a team who's on a losing streak beat us like that. Yeah, they've been playing horribly. I mean, they didn't they just get just crushed just recently? Yeah, they, yeah. They had just been crushed, like, just very recently. And <laughs> and yet they come in here looking like, well, I guess the team that some people thought they would be coming into the season, or really early last season, we'll say. Because the way last season ended was a indication that that Knicks team was on a downtrend. But obviously, yeah, we didn't expect to be quite as bad as it was. Yeah, they just lost to the, the Pistons. They lost to the Bulls. They lost to the Warriors, the Heat, blah, blah, blah. It just goes on and on. They lost several games in a row. <laughs> Um, that close one against Dallas where there was horrible decision-making. I remember watching that one and kind of making – man, they lost like 100 – yeah, they lost like 10 games in a row, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, we gave – we ended their losing streak. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, we did. It was, a, it was, it was, it was good times. Didn't, didn't you enjoy it? <laughs> one second. What have the Knicks done since then? I don't even want to get. I don't even want to get into that. Um, of course, this game was Monday, March Wednesday, March the fifth. We'll probably try to get off this one, much as uh, we, much as we enjoy talking about it, right? 
Uh, so now we slide into the Detroit game where the Wolves played a little defense, a little bit, for for, th- for three quarters. Uh, we'll just call it three quarters of defense. We can't call it four. Uh, Minnesota wins 114-101. And by the way, the next game was 118-106 officially. Obviously a loss by the Wolves. The Wolves get back above 500 with a 114-101 win against Detroit. We're the ones scoring 39 points in the first quarter, huh? And again, we apologize for the connection issues kind of getting knocked around here with the uh, connection. So I do apologize for that. Again, as I was saying, Detroit, or well, the Wolves against Detroit on Friday, March the 5th. Well, the Wolves were able to get 39 points <laughs> in the first quarter. That was nice. 39 to 21 gave us a gave us a little hope and uh, made us happy a little bit. Not really getting us excited about making the postseason or anything, but at least a, just a more entertaining brand of basketball. And of course, Friday, the March seventh, not fifth. Uh, pardon me for that. Uh, it, it was a fun game to watch, I suppose. But Detroit's just. Mm, a team that once upon a time prided itself on defense certainly didn't look like it on this game. Mm. Andre Drummond fouled out in this one. <laughs> oh, yeah, what do you think of Andre any, Drummond? I, I liked how he played some very good defense, Drummond. Yeah, yes. Yeah, when I, he was playing. Yeah, he fouled out in only 21 minutes. Kind of a rough game for him. Two blocks, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a big fan of Andre Drummond. Josh Smith, yeah, I don't like him anymore. Do you still like Josh Smith? No. <laughs> I I don't. No. Oh, he sucks. Josh Smith sucks. I, he, he's not even on the Wolves. Now, I can't imagine, you know, the oh, yeah. diehard Pistons fans, how they think about him. Which ones? The diehard Pistons fans. Oh, yeah, they probably hate him. Um, yeah. Because at best, defensively, he's a gambler. He's out of control. He just stands and shoots threes when he's shooting like twenty six percent from the from the from the arc. He's not a good three point shooter yet. He keeps forcing him up. Only shot one in this game, and of course, he missed it four or fourteen from the floor. Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> a very expensive sucky player. <clears throat> Another sucky player is Stucky, Sucky Stucky, and luckily, he didn't get he didn't have to play too much. I'm sure that's. Uh, very ha- very happy thing for Keelan King over there, <laughs> cheering for Detroit from the city of Portland with his buddy Tristan Mayer. Yes, uh, I like Contavious Caldwell Pope. He he didn't really look spectacular in this game, but you know the little glimpses when he was out there, you could see that he could be a nice shooting guard in this league. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, nothing great though. Nothing well, great. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, nothing great. Um, I'm not a fan of Brennan Jennings at all anymore either. It's like, what what happened to these guys? They went to Detroit and died. <laughs> Brennan Jennings. It seemed like he was kind of on the decline though the past few years. Like, not because he's getting older. He's just not that good, I guess. He's kind of out of control. He's just he's he, he's always been pretty out of control though. Oh. Um, Will Bynum's a star, a uh, feisty little guy though. You like him? Oh yeah. Oh, son of a gun. I thought they were going to actually come back on us. It looked like they were going to win this game. It really did. Yeah, I'm thinking, uh, please put Gorgie out there. Please put Gorgie out there. Yeah, uh, Shabazz managed to get 10 minutes. Gorgie got six. And the little time he was out there, he was effective. Got a couple blocks, uh, three fouls, but uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not too mad at him. 
it's like he's of course he's going to get fouls in the very limited time because he's probably playing ultra aggressive because he figures he's not going to be playing 35 minutes so they're not necessarily counting on him to to uh preserve his fouls so to speak that's probably about the root of it Berea, same old story i mean yeah he got his six assists that's great but i don't know <laughs> A lot of his assists are like, like, oh, oh, he's open. You know what I mean? That's what his assists are. They're not really like good plays. I mean, do you ever, do you ever really see JJ uh, Barea get an actual good assist? Like maybe once in a blue moon, I suppose. Uh, I think his best one this season was the uh, lob to, uh, to Baz. Oh yeah, I do remember that. That was that was nice. At least it was to the right guy, right? <laughs> our favorite, <laughs> our favorite guy. Uh, Cunningham and Berea shot a combined four of 16 in this game. Hey, yes, yes. Chase Bunninger, actually, this is probably one of his, even though the numbers don't really look like all sexy or anything, this is one of his, actually, one of his better games in a while. Um, not high numbers, but at least shot over 50% in the game and was efficient in a small amount of time. Still not a big fan, though. Um. He was more aggressive taking the ball to the basket in this game, which actually is good instead of just standing at the three-point line and clanging him over and over and over, which is disappointing and frustrating to watch. Wolves' three-point shooting is down to 30% lately. It's, uh, that's no, it's nothing to brag about in any way. I mean, I'm glad the Wolves won this game just for the, just for the sake of it was fun to watch, but that's about it. But... Okay, here was a little prediction I made, a little prediction. Um, in that fourth quarter, the Timberwolves <laughs> were up like 100 to 80 or something. And I was like, you know what? Detroit's going to – there was about seven minutes left. And I was thinking to myself, and I didn't put it on Twitter, so it's not documentable, so I screwed up there. But I was like, you know, Detroit's going to score 100, aren't they? I, I could just sense it, and they did. Well, they did, didn't they? That's Bynum. That was all Bynum. Mm-hmm. Aggressive little son of a gun. <laughs> you like him? You like him? No. Yeah, I keep saying yeah, that. Ooh, actually. His field goal percentage wasn't so hot, but he made threes. Both of them. Both of them. <laughs> uh, Detroit, yeah, they managed to make it kind of semi-interesting, which is annoying. You know, when we're blowing them out. It's like, it was kind of like the Denver game, just not quite as dramatic Though Detroit did manage to score 32 points in that fourth quarter, though. Our fourth quarter numbers are pretty scary, actually. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Wolves managed to get 17 in that fourth quarter, by the way. Yeah, we still... It just shows how bad we're blowing them out, though. We still beat them by 13, even with a quarter like that. <laughs> oh, that's bad. Poor Detroit. Don't you love Detroit? Don't you love them? No. Uh, now we head into the Toronto game. Unless you have any final take on the D Detroit game, it was it was a bad win. <laughs> it was a bad win, yeah, because because <laughs> it was so ugly, right? Yeah. It was good, and then it was ugly. Like what the hell? It was just kind of weird. Like okay, all right. Well, at least we won, though. Yeah, it was kind of a it was kind of a funky finish. Like, come on, guys. But at least they did get something. Um, the Toronto Raptors, Sunday, Sunday, March the, the 9th, 2014. Toronto Raptors come to Minnesota and, uh, well, beat the Wolves 1-11 to 104. 
in a game where, well, the first quarter, it looked like it was going to be close. The second quarter, it looked like it was going to be close. And it just kind of unraveled as things uh, progressed along the way. Uh, what the hell? Hey, it's just another one. Just another one to chalk up, I guess. Unfortunately, the Wolves back down to 500. Yet we have equaled, and this was as of the Detroit game, our win total from last year. Huh? You want to give the guys a big hand for that? Oh, no, I want them. To, I want them to sink. <laughs> you want it to be twenty-one wins, right? So we got the fifth pick or something. Oh yeah. Then of course, like some some son of a gun from like that's uh, supposed to be like the tenth pick, will leapfrog and get the number one pick again. That's that's how it always goes, and it's never us. This would be the year, you know. If we're in the lottery, let's let's win it this time. Come on now. Ah, <laughs> oh, wishful thinking. We're over it. We are so overdue for something crazy good. What was us? No, yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, this game was fun in the first half, and it just kind of slowly kept getting crappier. Same old perimeter defense. Same old story. What did Toronto shoot from three-point range? 58%. 14 of, of 24 from three-point range. It just It just continues. It's just the same thing. I mean, I sound like a broken record, but, I mean... You watch these games, we are watching a broken record, Marcus. We're watching a broken record. Did you see Novak tonight? Oh, yeah, man. Sniping us. Five of six. Five of six from the floor, all three-pointers. All of them. Hmm. Vasquez is hitting threes. Uh, Corey Brewer was kind of getting in it a bit. It was kind of fun. <laughs> did, you like the, did you like Corey's feistiness? Yeah, I do. Um, but sometimes it, it's like JJ, uh, like his hero game and Corey's, uh, you know, gambling for his steals. Um, again, mm. it says double-edged sword. But for oh. the most part, um, I wish he would have. I mean, he had a couple of air balls. <laughs> yeah, Corey did have a couple of air balls, didn't he, today? Yeah, but towards the end, he yep. made up for it, I guess, by uh, having that uh, Anna one at the free throw at the uh, free throw line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that wasn't That's bad. The second free throw. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah. But then, see, like Kevin Love, uh, just like the Suns game, he, well, he saw that we we're going to lose anyway, and checked out on us early. Yeah, yeah. Get oh, keep yeah. Can continue with that. Remember, you were mentioning that. Off the mic. Oh yeah, he just—he's yeah—he doesn't seem like a a very good leader. I'm sure uh, mm-hmm. you know you listeners are thinking the same thing or know that already. Mm-hmm. Um, I just noticed that when he was open and um he didn't get the ball, <laughs> he pretty much complained to Corey who didn't pass the ball to him. You know, by throwing his arms up, like why don't you give me the ball? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm sure. Corey saw that he was open, and also there was another guy open. I mean, guys, you're not going to get the ball every time. Yeah, and really. Don't don't complain like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't I put would... your teammates under the spotlight like that. Yeah, under the under the bus, throw them under the bus, under the hot under the hot lights, and all that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's been doing that for a long time, pretty pretty much forever, to be honest with you. Like all the way back to that whole Darko thing years ago in the preseason, which is really silly. But put your hands up. Remember that? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like, what are you stupid? Yeah, that's how you were saying that. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure part of it's uh, obviously his frustration and such, but yet at the same time, I mean, yeah, his leadership skills are really non-existent. I, this is a team, really, that does not have a leader. There's one guy that could be the leader, yet his play on the court doesn't justify it yet, and that's Ricky Rubio. Good, obviously he's he's a better floor general than that son of a bitch, <laughs> JJ Barea. Dare I say? I, I just I just can't stand it. I can't. I never could stand it, but now I just I'm like so done. I just want somebody to clip him out there. But Rubio's ability to lead, I think he's he's got leadership skills. He showed some passion tonight that he hasn't shown for a while. We we saw it a lot last year. And it seemed to kind of go away this year, or he seemed to get more and more timid and kind of, it's like because he was so frustrated with how poorly he was playing with shooting and turnovers and stuff, that it just kind of, his passion seemed to go away. Where tonight you saw it again, the numbers yeah. don't don't really indicate greatness, but still, we saw it again tonight. Uh, that was pretty cool. You also a lot of frustration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that too. You could Probably because of the, uh, all the uh, no-calls. There was a lot of that tonight, too. Like It seemed like there's always a lot of that. Uh, I mean, it's like, do we have any examples? I don't even know. if uh, you have a direct example? Yeah, the uh, his sixth uh, foul call. Um, oh, uh, yeah. yeah, when, uh, yeah, yeah. Rosen, yeah, gave him a shot to the face. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah, that one, yeah, definitely. Like, I don't know why I was blanking there. I apologize there. Um that was, yeah, that was pretty blatant. You could definitely see the frustration, as uh, I remember. And I, I don't know. His his leadership skills are certainly better than Love's. I, I just wish the talent level would get where it needs to be. That's the frustration. Yeah. Some nights it's there, some nights it isn't. But, of course, I'd rather have him driving this car than J.J. Barea because Bray will drive it right off a cliff. Oh, and what was his shooting tonight? Two of eight again. It's like three consecutive days, a couple of days before that, or the, the game before that, was one of nine. So why Rick Edelman likes him? Why some? Why the local media? And I got to say this now since we're at the end of the game reviews here. Why the local media? And this is not everybody, but it seems like the blogger ones, like not the 1500s. They know what's going on over at 1500. I think those guys are more like honest like we are. But it seems like a lot of the bloggers and the other podcasts, they act like J.J. Barea is some kind of, like, misunderstood person. I mean, I had a guy doing all these, uh, you know, these hashtag deals, like free Shabazz, which that's cool. We agree with that. Uh, hashtag get Gorgie in. Hash, uh, hashtag let Lexi go. You know, like let him play. Yeah. So I did hashtag bench Barea. And then he just said hashtag bad Barea tweets. I was like, I was like, okay, I almost dropped the F-bomb there. But you get the idea. Bleep you. I, I was pissed off. And this was somebody that works for FSN. It's just, they're a bunch of, I'm sorry. Uh, why are why are people such tools for this guy? I had somebody last year, I don't want to name names, that don't like the guy, unfollowed him immediately last year because he was such a jerk, um, telling me how Berea and Ridnar are perfectly fine and I need to shut up, basically. It's like, I don't know what these people are watching. Honestly, like, are they married to these people or what? Hmm. What do you think of yeah, that? It definitely, it, it definitely <laughs> seems like it. Um, I mean, yeah, Bray has his faults. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. He doesn't make his team better. Um, he's better used as, you know, a little spark plug off the bench. But he's – Edelman wants him to be – it seems like he wants him just to be our leader. He'd rather have mm-hmm. JJ out there than, than Rubio. Yeah, I and, Mm-hmm. Yep, go ahead. Uh, I see the same type of faults in Rubio. Um, he definitely should have spent the offseason on, on the shot. That part, and, yeah. I watched a couple of his games uh, and you know, playing with Spain, mm-hmm. and he was shooting a whole lot better. And huh. He comes here, he comes back, and it's, it's worse. Yeah. Same with uh, Schmidt. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's ridiculous, isn't it? Shved is just, and yeah, so yeah, you bring up a good point there where, you know, where Rubio obviously has faults too with the shooting, of yeah, and, and I completely agree with that, where with me, it's like Rubio is at least more calm and more of a leader, leading the offense, passing the ball, making players better, where Berea makes nobody better, um, he's, he's literally in it all for himself, and as far as I'm concerned, a lot of his shots are kind of like fall away, or I, I don't even know what they are, they're just kind of like forced, like mid-range twisty, tw- I don't know what the hell to even call them. Like, I guess wannabe, like, fadeaways, I guess. That's about what I could call it. Just horrible, like, shots from, like, a like a high schooler, uh, <laughs> if that. Um, where, yeah, I suppose his role would be to come in and just kind of gun like he was with the Dallas Mavericks or attack the basket, and that's it. No, no point guard, none of that. Um, seems like he's better when Rubio's in there, I guess, when they're together. And that's in short stretches, though. You don't want to have that too long. And that's all Root Berea's role should be, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, AJ Price should be playing. I, I, I just love that, though. Hashtag bad Berea tweets. It's like, you jackass. These guys are such snobs. It's not even funny. Ugh, fudge knuckers. Anyhow, this Toronto game was filled with a bunch of garbage. Uh, Berea, or excuse me, Muhammad. Muhammad. Yeah, here we go. Final point of this game. Did Muhammad play in the first half, Marcus? Did he? No. He did not, and it's like, uh oh, like here we go again. But he did play in the second half, and he, he was all right. Did you like what you saw from him tonight? Yeah, and even and even uh, Pete was saying, you know, yeah, just go at. Uh, he he liked the way he was playing tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was attacking Toronto, and it's nice to have a player that does attack and actually has the uh, physical skills to score. Actually, kind of like score once in a while, <laughs> uh, where a lot of the guys on the bench don't. The one guy that has the ability to score tries to do too much and forces stuff, and we I already ran him into the ground. So, okay, JJ, I'll calm down now. I'll give you I'll give you a little pat on the back for for that. At least you can score once in a while, but that's about it. Uh, um, whereas, yeah, I mean, Muhammad, I think is more of a legit scorer in this league than. Pretty much anybody off the bench right now, including the Chase Bunningers, who, I don't know, I just don't like him right now. Maybe next year, I guess, but it's kind of, but it was like that last year as well. It's like a wait till next year type of thing, which is going to drive any of us nuts. Mm. Do you see anything out of Buttinger out of this season? Oh, uh, inconsistency. That's about it. He, he made a just, three tonight. Yeah, go ahead. Just okay defense. Yeah. And occasionally he just gets spun up, doesn't he? <laughs> By the Carmelos yeah. and such. Oh, sorry for my rambling there. Sorry about that. Hope I'm not hope I'm not uh 
burning you out here. <laughs> and I hope that the, and yeah, and the connection has improved. So I'm very happy right now. Very, very pleased with that. And do apologize to the listeners about some of the connection issues. It's just, it's just something we're, we're still kind of adjusting. We're using a different type of way to, to uh, run Skype, we'll say. So at least it's working now. Again, we apologize for that. Um, it was a, eh, it wasn't a very good week for the Wolves. No, we gave up a trillion points, a lot of threes, and I don't know. This was the this was the stretch where we thought the Wolves were going to go on a long winning streak, and and they're not going on a long winning streak, are they? Um, no, it was just a five hundred week. Hmm? Uh, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I think you know uh, why. Yep, yep. You're you're putting on that. You're putting on that. Uh, you're you're wearing the, the the green camouflage with the with the with the hard shell helmet and the yeah. You're, it's tank time. Yep, yep. He's getting in the tank over there. He's getting in the tank. Yes, he's getting in the tank. <laughs> and I know. See, that's the thing. Okay, I'll say this real quick for all the Kool Aids out there that are like, see, listen to these guys. Listen to them. You know, all they are is negative and bash, bash, bash. Well, I'm going to tell you, the guy on Showtime and Timberwolves show named Vince Germano loves the Lakers. And we love the Timberwolves, folks. And he wants the Lakers to tank. Because A, this is a great draft. Great draft. B, being stuck in mediocrity. When you Once you're in it, you're almost stuck in it for like 10 years. Yeah. I, I do not want to be what Detroit is becoming right now. And what Toronto was for like eternal eternity. What Denver was? What Denver was? Yep. What Sacramento Especially, kind of is? Uh, mm-hmm. The Hawks. Yes. Yeah. You don't want to be stuck in, and it's not like we don't want to make the playoffs. We'd love to, but getting swept in the first round or sort of showing up. I mean, I'd love to make the playoffs, but you, this team is in need of another legit player, and I. Yeah. It seems like we're we're going to say that till the cows come home, but. Yeah. And only, Pick only the right the big, one. <laughs> yep. big named teams, the big quote unquote big markets, they're they're the only teams that can attract another superstar. Mm-hmm. And yeah, with and the with the free you can't agency, do yeah. that the draft is the way to go. And if we would have, I know it's yeah, it's like yeah, beating a dead horse. Yep. If we would have drafted at least Curry. <laughs> oh yeah. If we yep. would have at least had Curry. We'd be we'd be so much better right now. Yeah, we'd be a we'd for sure be a fifty win team. Like there's just no doubt about it. There's not even a question, is there? We'd, we'd be one of the best three point shooting teams in all of basketball. Love and Curry. It's called love oh, and yeah. happiness, right? Then <laughs> we wouldn't have to worry about love uh, leaving. Mm-hmm. You would think, uh, yeah, yep, yeah. I mean, we could even still have Rubio. Oh yeah, at least. You know, have trade, try to get something back for, for Rubio. Mm-hmm. Keep Rubio, have him come off the bench, play alongside uh, uh, Curry. Yeah, he could kind of be both. He would get, he'd still get 25 to 30 minutes a game. And if he became a quote unquote Magic Johnson or, or Pistol Pete, whatever the heck, if he became it, so be it. Why not? Good, just a good problem to have. I'd rather have that problem than have JJ Barea coming off the bench when he's not really a point guard, he's a shooting guard. Spark plug in short spurts. <laughs> you want to have the best players you possibly can out there, and if it means some of them are coming off the bench, so be it. I'd rather have Rubio coming off the bench than Alexis Shred. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't you? 
Yeah. It's just, you know, you just think about this stuff. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I think you think about this stuff. It's it's crazy, you know, obviously. So you want the best players available, and that's the whole root of our thought process. We're not just rooting for the Wolves to lose, and we're not bashing them and kicking them around. We're not trying to. The reason why we bash and kick around a little bit is because we want to win so bad. You know, that's the root of it. So as we beat the dead horse, the, the horse, no, <laughs> and try to revive the horse again, we're gonna we're gonna get to break and we're gonna jump into the previews and then the fan interaction segment. Oh, but dare we, dare we, dare we before we jump off. Do we even wanna do a lone wolf and Johnny Flynn memorial for this one? Would you like almost to even Mm-hmm? Well, if you want to. Yeah, I, I think we yeah, almost yeah, it's like we keep like throwing that away. We gotta bring it back. Uh Lone Wolf, I guess it's Kevin Love. It kinda has to be. He's been Outplaying everybody. You could actually even say Pekovic. Um, uh, I'll go with Pekovic. Yeah. Hmm? As a lone wolf? Yes. Yep. He's been making he's been making the shots he's been taking. I mean in the limited we are winning. Yeah, that's the other thing. It's it's like you yeah. know, what what you're saying about the tanking. Um mm-hmm. it's like you gotta know when to hold them and when to fold them. Yeah, that was our episode at the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. We know where we aren't a playoff team. Why not develop our rookies? And you know, when Peck came back, you know, great, he's back. But at the same time, is we're not winning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and sort it's kind of like okay, he's he's taking development from from Gorgie. Mm-hmm. That's the crappy part, but it seems like even when he wasn't playing, they still wouldn't play him. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. true. And that's, that's obviously true. the yeah, that's obviously the king of kings when it comes to topics on this show. Yeah, somehow Adamant thought that would be a, a great idea to just move uh, Love to center. Yep. Yeah, he was getting most of the center minutes. It seemed well, like. Yeah, which I'm sure Love doesn't appreciate at all. Yeah, it's not his thing. It's just not. Uh, he plays it because he has to type of thing, and that's about it. Yeah, but I'm sure Love's not happy about it. Mm-mm. So we have Love out there and Dante. Uh, too small, damn it. Yeah. Too small. Don- Dante is like a small forward, power forward, whatever he is. I don't even know what he is anymore. Yeah, small forward. Uh, yeah. He's a small power. <laughs> he's a he, He's an F, you know, just regular forward, I guess. Whatever that is. Uh, he provides something and doesn't provide everything, that's for sure. Doesn't provide rim protection like he did last year. Uh, he's not the same guy he was last year in a contract year, which is kind of weird. This is this is the contract year, and he's not playing well. So go figure there. Uh, do you have a lone wolf, or do you want to, or do you want to just pass? Yeah, I'll pass on that. It's just oh, a lot of different. Yeah, it's tough. It's well, a it's tough because... week. It's a tough week, isn't it? Yeah, well, I'll have to say. I can't say love because even though Didn't he plays work. well, mm-hmm. I just don't like how he acts. Mm-hmm. And, and he, huh? Oh, oh yeah, and he was not good in that next game. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got no one to pass the ball. Yeah, really. Once in a while, right? Yeah, if you're getting double teams, someone has to be open. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, if, if I'll give it to anyone, it'll probably be, uh. I'll probably be a uh, Muhammad. 
Oh, <laughs> look, he's going to the Chris Johnson card again. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> no, he's he because good, he was good though. Yeah, when he's out there, he he tries his hardest, and it's not mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. he was before. As to where when he did get playing time, yeah, he would rush things. Mm-hmm. So it seems like he's using his minutes a whole lot better. That's the good part. He has changed that. He's not just jacking up shots like he was originally. Yeah. He has changed. And that yeah, might so I'm just giving him credit for that. That is that is very cool. I, I, I like that. And because it, and it's very true as well. It's very, very true. Yeah, he could be, you know, frustrated thinking, okay, why am I not getting playing minutes? You know, get out there and play horribly. Mm-hmm. But it looks like he's actually trying. Yeah, I'm, that's really, really cool. That's good. That's a good. Uh, that's a. I think that's awesome, and no doubt about it. I I like what he's doing as well. When you think about that, he's not jacking up shots. He's staying within the the system, so to speak, without you know, like obviously. I mean, he'll 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 attack the basket though, but that's because he can. You know, it's it's at the right place, right time type of stuff. It's not just forcing it like like he yeah. used to. So that's good. Very cool. So, uh, Johnny Flynn Memorial, uh, Berea. <laughs> That's a, yeah, I already ripped him enough. J.J. Berea. Yes, yes. Yeah. Do you have a Johnny Flynn Memorial? Um, not this team. I'll say a Dante. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like both of them. Yeah, both of them been killing us. So, that sounds good. Yeah, he just hasn't been well, playing well. <laughs> yeah, because uh, we're... You can at least say for JJ that he's been pretty consistent while he's been here. Yeah. Dante, yeah, on the other yeah. hand, you think would play someone on a contract year. Yeah. And he's not. Mm. Mm-hmm. I see what you mean. Yeah, it's like, what the hell? It's his contract year, and he's not playing better? It's it's yeah. a It's a myth. <laughs> it really is a myth. Oh, man. He's not playing better, and he's still getting a lot of minutes. <laughs> yeah, what the flip? What the flip? He's not playing better. Yeah, we're not seeing the shot blocking. We're not... Last year, you saw the aggressiveness defensively. That... Yeah, yeah, the hustle, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not seeing it this year. It's sleepy. It's just sleepy looking. Yeah, key plays, key key steals. Mm-hmm. It's a balance is nothing. It's like uh, whatever, whatever uh, Fareed caught, he caught. Yeah. Yes. Both of them are not both of them are not nearly as effective as last year. Like Fareed looked like a future five to ten time all star in this league and Cunningham looked like like wow, the best kept secret in the league. Like look at that, only two million a year for this guy? Wow. Still. Yeah, this guy's worth seven million a year probably. Okay, I well I was okay, maybe like four or five. <laughs> uh, we would do that too. We'd sign him for like seven million and then he'd be like this. And it would be like four more years. Oh, oh. we'd be ripping our, ta- our our hair out. That's a good. Yeah, this is good stuff. Yes, yes, I I do love it indeed. Um, and again, yeah, it's nice to see the connections better. That's why we're a little bit more. <laughs> we're having a bit a little better interaction going on now. Is uh, yeah, we're still kind of learning here with this uh, the way the program is working because it's a little it's a little different than what we'd normally than what other people may use with Skype. So. Again, we we apologize for that. So we might as well hop off this uh, 
this segment and hop into the next. We'll be right back right after this. shop on Amazon? Did you know that you could support this podcast just by doing your normal shopping on Amazon? It's really easy to do. Just go to thesportstuff.com and click on one of the many Amazon pictures. Do your normal shopping and Amazon sees that we referred you and they give us a percentage. We'd like to thank you in advance for supporting thesportstuff.com and please use our Amazon link. Now enjoy the rest of the show. Contact us and support Timberwolves Explosion by liking us on Facebook and following at Wolves Explosion on Twitter. Don't forget to call into our phone lines at 209-736-7877. That's 209-736-7877. Too busy to sit in front of a computer? Simply download Timberwolves Explosion on iTunes for Apple devices. For Android, download the Double Twist app. And for Windows and BlackBerry phones, simply find us in the store. And now, back to Paladino Joey and Marcus the Forecaster. And we are back here on Timberwolves Explosion. It is the previous segment. We have switched markets over to the the phone, so because there was a little bit too much connection uh, connection issues, so we don't want to drive you nuts or us nuts. So we have switched over to the phone for a little bit safer, a little bit safer uh, attempt at a show here. So we apologize. And as mentioned, it's a previous segment. Yes, uh, Marcus, the forecaster, grew up in Racine, Wisconsin. And, well, the best team in the NBA, that was the team that he grew up close to, is coming to Target Center. They're the best team in the league with a 12-50 and 50 record. Well, at least the best Funny. team. Mm-hmm. Funny, yep, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Best, 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 best record for the draft, anyway, that side of things. Hey, look at the bright side. No. <laughs> Mr. Wiggins is, is, is going to be wearing some antlers. Huh? That's the whole key. It is, isn't it? It is. Pair him up with the, uh, the Greek freak. There you go. The Greek Freak. Because, yes, the Bucks do come to town Tuesday, March 11th. The Greek Freak. And I will attempt to say his name, Giannis or Giannis. Okay, I had it before, but it's Antetokounmpo. <laughs> I, I had it. Antetokounmpo. There we go. I, I had it before, and I was listening to it, watching it, and, and stuff. And, uh, yeah. But, yeah, we know who he is. Um Fifteenth overall pick, the Wolves passed on him with uh, for uh, Shabazz Muhammad. So, uh oh. <laughs> yeah, he's coming to town. Do you do you think the Wolves win? Yeah. Yeah, they they better. They better. If this... they don't, um, hopefully, um, Shabazz will get Muhammad to get some minutes. Yes, let's let's put him up against the Greek freak. Why not? Against a teenager who gets more minutes. Who is that? So against the teenager who gets, who gets more minutes. Yeah, it's pretty frustrating, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I mean... He's the youngest guy in the league right now. Mm-hmm. Isn't that just nuts? Oh, my God, we're getting to this stage now. This is this is really making me sad. Like, it, it, it hurts. 
uh, Giannis, by the way, so I'll mention this, about six months removed from Kevin Garnett being drafted. Now, we're talking here when he was born here, Mr. Giannis, Giannis. December 9th, 19, December 6th, 1994, about six months removed from the drafting of Kevin Garnett with the Timberwolves. So, I feel old, Marcus. I feel really old. Don't don't you? That's uh, right. Hmm? Which is a good thing, but yeah, yeah, I'm sorry to feel it. Oh, it's messed up. This is messed up. I can't, I can't believe this. Just I just look at that. Oh Lord. Oh, I still oh, yeah, remember. Actually, see the numbers is yeah. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's like I still, you know, it's like <laughs> I still remember when I was like, oh my God, I'm actually older than one player on the Timberwolves. I couldn't believe it. It was by like a month. Like wow. And then my uncle looked over and told me. You know, my uncle over looked over and told me, "Get used to it, Joey." Because <laughs> once you're older than one, it's going to be all of them eventually, and it's it's been there and done that already. Yeah. I hate it, hate it. <sighs> well, Kobe's a year older than me, so yeah, I'll look on the bright side. <laughs> but no, this should be an easy win for the Wolves. It, okay, uh, yeah, this should be a win for the Wolves. Pardon me about the easy part. I, uh, you know. You got Ramon Sessions, you know, coming to town. So you, you know, anything could happen there. He he's a buck again. Son of a biscuit. And yeah, with the that they could play. That was actually just to pick him. Hmm? Say that again. No, actually, actually wanted us to uh, pick him. That would have, yeah. Remember, we were sitting there thinking, yeah, yeah. I still remember you saying that too, because that's our tradition every single year, Christmas two point Usually, because it's usually about six months away from Christmas, right around uh, June 25th, we always hang out and have our dominoes. There's, there's, there's a free plug. <laughs> and um, <laughs> come on now, tall grass. Come on now, tall grass. Some eight bit pale ale on this show too now. <laughs> but um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, I still remember you saying, "Man, I really want us to take this young Greek kid." And then all of a sudden we said Shabazz Muhammad, and we looked at each other like, "Oh yeah, that's right, Shabazz Muhammad." You know, so because we thought for some reason we like mentally thought he was already taken, like we were blanking for a minute there. Yeah. So and then we thought, well, that's cool, but now obviously here's uh, the Greek freak and Shabazz. I suppose it's going to be interesting to see who's who does better long term. Yeah, next year I didn't see uh, much of Gorgi. I don't know anything of Gorgi when uh, when we picked him. Look at you. Yeah, I saw a bit of him in the you know the the national championship because I, I mean I don't watch college basketball super close until March. So I, I didn't even necessarily watch it super close then, and I wasn't even it wasn't even dawning on me like he's eligible for the draft, and it's like oh that tall lanky shot blocking stud center for the uh, for the Louisville Cardinal Cardinals Cardinal whatever it is right <laughs> Louisville Cardinals um, looked pretty good uh, didn't do it, wasn't even thinking about it, and it's like oh I was kind of daydreaming maybe he'd be good for the Wolves if he was available. We got him, but we're not playing him. Okay, enough of that, right? <laughs> just, just, just imagine yeah, that. Actually, we... I think both of us were going for the uh, Rice, for the, uh, for the yeah. juniors, Rice Junior and the Hardaway. Yeah, I like Hardaway personally, and, and I think you like Rice, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I was on the Hardaway bandwagon, and the the Knicks. Well, we'll we'll see. It's still a work in progress. They're going to need a, more than Hardaway, but yeah, you get the, <laughs> you get the idea. They're probably going to lose Carmelo, and and they should. It's just no point in keeping him at this point. It's not going to get them anywhere anyway. Um, I don't know if Phil, if Phil uh, Jackson goes there. I don't know if that will help him. Yeah, that's another league note There you could we could throw out there. Phil Jackson, we'll see. 
Phil Jackson maybe just maybe could be the be what you know Flip Saunders is with the Wolves. He could be the the Yoda of the Knicks. Wouldn't that be something? Mm-mm. That would be quite interesting over there. Is quite... I don't know if Flip is a Yoda to to the Wolves right now the way uh, Adelman is coaching. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it, it, it supposedly he got to Adelman and said Shabazz needs to play. So supposedly that's like one of the rumors out there. One of the you know one of the behind closed doors things that he like yelled at Adelman saying yeah. you need to play Shabazz. So. It was bad to even have to go that far. Really, tell your coach, hey, play the best, <laughs> play one of the best guys that we have. You know. Yeah, I'm what, sure no one went up to Phil and said, you know, you're not going to play Kobe. Yeah, right. wow, look at you. No, no, but still, yeah, I mean, Shabazz is at least a top, well, we'll say a top five scorer on the roster, without a doubt. And he's more than just a scorer. He rebounds. His defense isn't there yet, but, yeah, you get the idea. Uh, he provides physicality on offense that not many players in his team have. Um, so, yeah, so, he believe that uh, the uh, the game that we played today, yeah, from the pass to, to by Rubio, Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to lay that up. <laughs> yeah, that was good stuff. And, yeah, I'll, I'll briefly throw that in, too. That was a really good play by both players. Uh, Shabazz was kind of sliding out a little bit, which gave him enough space as Rubio started to drive to the basket, drawing uh, Shabazz's defender towards Rubio, and then, bam, all Rubio had to do was dish, and then Shabazz had a dunk. And it was a very aggressive dunk, which is another good yeah. thing. You know, it's not... I wish it would have been an one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, he doesn't get any calls at all. Um, and and I know it's still two points, but it's the kind of two points that can get the team's momentum up, and you wanted the momentum to go up because it was the fourth quarter. So, yeah, yeah. nice nice game for Shabazz, though, to be honest. Um, and there we go. It's getting sidetracked into Shabazz again. <laughs> uh, look at us. So, Well, I look for two rookie matchups, even though he's, oh, yeah. he's not going to get a lot of playing time. Oh, I yeah. want to see what other prospects do against, uh, I guess, this well, yeah, I, just, I don't yeah. normally watch other teams, mm-hmm. but when they play us, I definitely want to see what, what our what our guys can do against us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it, it's important. I remember watching Will Avery go against Baron Davis, and my sucker, you know, my 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 stupid ass thought that, wow, Will Avery's not much worse than Baron. You know, he might actually be almost as good as him. This, they're really neck and neck here. Well. Will Avery, who? No, <laughs> yeah, and obviously Baron Davis. You know, he underachieved as his career progressed, but his first several years, he was pretty damn good. He was like Chris Paul before Chris Paul was Chris Paul. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's fun to see that. As long as we don't get deceived sometimes into the like uh, like the Will Averys of the world, it just oh my God, Ooh, talk about busts. He makes Johnny Flynn look good. <gasps> No, um, but now and yes, you notice the connection. We're able to have a clearer conversation, so we probably should just do this from <laughs> unless uh, un- until we have a better regular Skype connection. We're gonna have to probably do this, I think. So, yep. So again, we we apologize to the listeners. So those of you out there, uh, we want to give you a nice uh, solid product product, so we can you can hear how much fun we're having in our conversations. Um, Charlotte Bobcats. Well, the Timberwolves go visit Charlotte. Last year we lost on a last-second shot by Kemba Walker. This year, what's going to happen? Hmm. An improved Charlotte team, by the way. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. 
now. Uh, this is Friday, March 14th. We'll preview one more game for Sunday coming up, and then we will get into fan interaction, which should be briefer, more brief this time than last time. Excuse me. I do not predict a win here. I predict a win over the Bucks. I do not predict a win in Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I just don't think so. Mm-hmm. What's that? Yeah, I don't think we're going to win that either. I, I I don't see it. I, I think their uh, their defense has gotten better over the years. They're just a they're just a better team. Obviously, they're a better team than they were. Not better than the Wolves, but I don't think the Wolves win there. They they have never really played well in Charlotte for whatever reason. The uh, soon to be Hornets. The the next time the Wolves play Charlotte, it will be the Hornets. Um, a definitely significantly improved team over last year, though. And Al Jefferson hates us so. So we basically gave him up for nothing. Yeah, he's used to our bentleys now. Yeah, son of a yeah, that was that was a mean thing to say, wasn't it, on his part? Yeah, uh, bastard. So really, probably not much to preview about this game, other than I just think Charlotte's better. I think, or not better, but I think it's it's a tough place for the Wolves to play. Um, I could see Charlotte coming out with a lot of energy, and the Wolves just just another one of those crappy road games. That, that's the vibe I get going into this one. Hmm. Any any thoughts you have? Any additional thoughts? You've, you've had thoughts, sorry. <laughs> any additional thoughts? We're going to have a hard time guarding the point guard and shooting guys. Yeah, they're pretty good. Um, Kemba's, Kemba's a nice player, and we had a lot of trouble with it last year for the most part. So the only difference is we don't have Ridnauer, which I, I don't miss too much. So Yeah, I think uh, Henderson's just the one right past uh, Kevin Martin and Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's dangerously true. Now that you, yeah, they're probably going to scorch the net because I mean, like I said on Twitter tonight, if you need to improve your three point percentage, play the Wolves. You know, if you if you're able to play the Timberwolves, that will increase increase your uh, three point percentage. Uh, Al Jefferson's having an awesome year, by the way. But um, yeah, he's he's back to his numbers when he was here, which is a pretty impressive thing because it seemed like for ever in Utah he was about 17 points a game. He's up back up into the 21 range. So good on him, good on him. Yeah. So now we will move into the Sacramento Kings game. Yeah. So this is like the Gerald Wallace week, I guess you could say. Bobcats and Sacramento Kings Sunday. Derek Williams comes to town. I believe this is his first game back to Target Center. Yes. Yes, it is. Aren't you excited? Sure. Did you? Yeah. Oh, it might be. Huh? Yeah, we, yeah, the others were in Sacramento. Um, yes. Yes. Look, Joey. <laughs> Joey, you got to you, you gotta clear up your, your memory there, buddy. I'm so sorry that uh, he played here once. Oh, he did. He did. I, I apologize. Yes, he did. Ridiculous layup, you know, threw it behind his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. They did come here. I think we, yeah, we won that game. But still, yeah, they came here, and he he had an okay game that night too, if I remember correctly. He bought 15 points. Uh, do you think the Wolves win this one? Seems seem like we match up well with these guys, even though they're kind of dangerous. Uh, I don't. Uh, it all depends on Cousins. And mm-hmm. how much uh, I'm, I think every time the wheel comes here, he wants to crush us. Oh, of course, oh, of course, of course. Oh yes, and yeah, that was actually very recent. We beat uh, Sacramento also with Ricky Rubio's uh, slow motion three. So, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, it, it depends on Cousins in a lot of ways. It, it does, and Derek Williams, of course. If Derek Williams goes off, it'll make things more interesting. Uh, Thompson got like a trillion rebounds in that game. Jason Thompson, that was really annoying, too. I mean, really annoying, wasn't it, though? Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, he got 18 rebounds in that game. That was freaking ridiculous. Uh, Cousins, yeah, he got he was all over the place in that game as well. I mean, it's a. I, I was really happy with the with the way the Wolves played in that game, the way they persevered in that explosion in that fourth quarter. It was actually borderline miracle we won that game. So I, I do think the Wolves win this home game. So watch them lose by forty or something. No, not not forty, but watch them lose by ten. Some stupid game. We're just gonna have well, to wait. For uh, uh, a town, um, mm-hmm. I didn't. Realize that they let uh, Marcus Stewart go. Yeah, they did, which is kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah. Kind of like, wait, who's that again? No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've I've always liked him, you know. Yeah. I've I've always liked Marcus Thornton. That that one baffles me a little bit. I I wouldn't have minded him here, to be honest. I mean, I'll take him yeah. over. I'll take him over. Uh, Shved. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not even sure who they got. Uh, yeah, when I saw him on Brooklyn, I was like, wait a minute. What? Like, yeah, that? Brooklyn. Yeah, that's who it was. Yeah, I was like blanking. I was like trying not to say anything. Yeah, the Brooklyn Nets. Yep. What the hell? Freaking Nets. They sign everybody and they still suck. Oh, wait. No, they're over 500 now, which is really kind of funny. It's been a long climb from like, what were they, 13 games under 500 at one point? They They are now over 500. Which is quite funny. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, he's 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 not bad. He's actually shorter than I. I thought I remember him being like six seven. He's actually only six four. That's kind of strange, but yeah, I'd take him over Shved in one second. I mean, not even a not even a thought, right? He's about thirty six percent point shooter. Like who possibly given for? But yeah, would a lot more than just fit. Maybe they got they got a pick out of it. Mm-hmm. Well, check that out. But yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, I do remember. Yeah, it was kind of like a nothing trade, if I remember correctly. It's yeah, it's it's strange. It's it's really strange, actually. But it's one of those. I guess. What, what do you do? <laughs> it's one of those things. Um. Really, though, it's like the Wolves, I, I guess we see a two-in-one week, believe it or not, because the Bucks and the Kings at home, yeah, I mean, I, I just I can't imagine that happening. Um, Reggie Evans went to Sacramento, that's what it was. Uh, there was a couple other pieces here as I'm digging. It was, uh, we got to try to move this a little quicker than what we're doing right now, but, huh? I'm sure that's right, Reggie. Yep, Reggie Evans was part of that trade. Um I had it and I lost and I lost it. You like the accent? Okay, sorry. Uh, oh yeah, straight. Around. Yep. It was just yeah. Oh, Jason Terry. That was the other thing. Jason Terry was just kind of like a eh, move. They're not going to really use him. I guess he's just kind of there. Maybe he'll get bought out or something or expired. Uh yeah, Terry and Evans too. Huh? Uh, I do remember that hearing about that. Uh, but I thought he was still uh, on the next. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's on Sacramento and he's not going to play. So that's pretty much the situation there. So with that, we probably better wrap up the game, the previews. We have a two in one week. Or wait, do you have the Wolves winning the game though? Yeah. 
Okay, yep. So, yeah, two in one week. So we're kind of in accordance so far with things. Oh, some brief interaction here. You heard how to get here through the jingle. So here it is, the Facebook page. A couple of uh, a couple of sends from Tanae Brown out of New Zealand. He says, I'm hoping Tyson Chandler has ignited something in love, calling him out on his D like that. Looking forward to the next game now. Yesterday was just embarrassing. That was, of course, the next game. And, uh, yeah, what did Tyson Chandler say about Kevin Love? Hmm? Uh, yep. <laughs> he just simply said, oh, he don't play D. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> uh, what a joke, huh? No, I mean, yeah, we'll we'll see. I I didn't see any. Uh, I mean, Love is a better defender this year than he's been in the past, but still, I don't know. Well, <laughs> Maybe well, not. I think, I think, yeah, I think uh, last season he was better. Really? Look at last season. He didn't even play last. <laughs> last year he hardly even played though. Or do you mean two years ago when he was the All Star? Right? It was two yeah, years ago. Lost all that weight by uh, playing volleyball. Yep. Instead of knuckle, okay, I won't go there. Instead of knuckling it out, instead of getting in a boxing with this, uh, hmm? So he was a whole lot better when he lost all that weight. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I, I won't deny it. I won't deny it at all. Um, we'll just have to wait and see if it. I, I'm not seeing any change, which is frustrating. I w- I wish there was. I wish we could see some motivation, but I I don't know what to think. It seemed like the most motivated player on the court is Rubio, at least tonight. So. Mm. And today saying something I really agree with. This is a gold star for today, Brown, right here. Get JJ out of the NBA. Huh? You like it? Well, we're just using the way too much. <laughs> yeah, his role's too big. Yeah. His role should be just, uh, yeah, but yeah, we've been there. Yeah, and it just, yeah, obviously, just a little spark plug here and there, and that's it. Or obviously, I just. I personally want him off this team. He can go to Sacramento and be a spark plug there. You know, he's not gonna he, he's not gonna win us any championships anyway. So, <laughs> hell with it. Uh, Tanae, wrapping things up because yeah. So no posts from Hank or Vince. Look at yeah, you guys. I thought, uh, we could have put a better package together with uh, Dante and JJ for uh, Marcus Thornton. That would have been perfect. That would have been wonderful. We really would have been. I just, yeah, I, I don't understand why we can't put things together more than we do. It's, you know, I mean, I, I personally would like Reggie Evans more than Dante, but still, I mean, still, uh, maybe they just hate JJ so much everywhere. That That's kind of one of the rumors or one of the, re, one of the reasons supposedly nobody wanted to take him back. So I guess I can't blame him. Thank God he's expiring next year. And if we did try to fly to buy him, maybe... Uh, Williams probably said, no, you don't want this guy in the locker room. Mm-hmm. For all we know, he probably did. <laughs> For all we know. Uh, Tanae wrapping things up saying, I think it's time we secure our place in the draft. On a happy note, I think Rubio and Baz will be a very good combo under a new coach. Yes. Yeah? Because obviously, yeah, Baz will probably play more under a new coach. Yeah. So I, I would think anyway. Yeah, because if he doesn't, something's something's seriously wrong. And then we hired the wrong coach. <gasps> uh, dare I say. So that'll wrap up the Facebook part. Twitter, there's a little bit of bouncing around. Um, let's see. Uh, I'll, I'll try to keep it pretty brief. Um, 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 um. Okay, uh, Adam House is saying, tell me, 
you think the Wolves can make a solid push for the playoffs with a weak schedule ahead? And unfortunately, that blew up in our face because that was before the Knicks game. Um, he was saying, uh, let's see, would be nice to see K-Love and Co. get a spot. As for the show, will do. So he's going to check us out. We do appreciate that. He is a buddy of Adam uh, Adam Ryan, who does the uh, In All Airness podcast, which gets a lot of old school uh, guests on there, like uh, like the Czar. The Czar, yes. Jonathan Brenny, who said some pretty cool stuff over the course of time, who was saying Flip's going to have to fire Adelman unless his wife's condition worsens. Uh, why would he walk away from all that money? So basically the only way to get rid of him is that Flip would have to fire him. Uh, oh, here we go. Yes, the reason why he doesn't like Adelman was, uh, he says, for me it's his lack of leadership and double standards. Berea consistently acts like a little child and is never punished. Yes. I like this guy. I like this guy. <laughs> Isn't that true? Yeah. See, this is what I like. Thank God in heaven that there are Timberwolves fans out there that are not Kool-Aid drinking and will will speak the truth, you know, and they don't get all pissed off and unfollow. I think I think all the Kool-Aid drinkers have been weeded out, so good riddance to them, you know. Good. They're, they're un, they've unfollowed and good riddance, you know, to, to, to hell with them. Go ahead and listen to those other... Uh, sugarcoating shows, you know? We don't we don't need that nonsense anyway. The sugarcoating shows, you want to listen to that crap, that's up to you. And I did just call it crap. Ahem. You want to listen to the original and the best Timberwolves podcast, this is it. End of story. Uh, Wolves explosion. Okay, what am I saying? <laughs> Jonathan Brenny says, if that was Shabazz, no minutes. Ricky has one bad turnover, cuts his minutes. No consistency with anything he does. So he's talking about uh, Berea again. Um, it's very true. Yes. Very true, very true. Diego Luis Contreras. Okay, he was uh, actually introducing us to another uh, Spaniard in Spanish about our show, so we do appreciate that. Uh, Nick Caro, yeah, we were talking, he was talking about the Lakers a bit there. <laughs> we are kind of laughing about that. He was saying, um, it would take a, let's see, what were we talking about? You say, and hopefully for you guys, it doesn't mean the end of K-Love. Yeah, when it came to uh, the Wolves making the postseason, yeah. Yeah, Nick Carl was saying that. I hope we don't lose him. Yeah, he was saying it would take a miracle for the Wolves to make the playoffs. Uh, he says it sucks because it was, it, was, it was looking up a bit, but that loss was just bad. That was the next game. Going to be really tough now for your boys. That's for damn sure. Rodley Stevenson was saying, yep, there were seven lead lead changes at, at one point and nine ties. And this was like in the first half against Toronto. I was talking with Oddly, who's been on this show once and a great guy. He'll probably be on again from the Oddman Media Network. Yes. So that will wrap up the interaction, I believe. Yes. No. Jose, Jose Cueras was saying he missed most of the game and thought it would be later. But by the stats, Berea had another awful game. Is it true? And yes, it yes is very true. <laughs> Didn't you love that? Uh, Peter Hansen was uh, Peter Hansen to wrap things up with a fan interaction was making fun of Jim Peterson because he said there's plenty of time left because he was being kind of a you know I like Jim Peterson for the most part, but sometimes he's kind of a tool, isn't he? Yeah. Sometimes you know it's like the Wolves were down by like twelve, thirteen at the time, and he's like, oh, there's plenty of time left, and you could just tell. They weren't stopping anybody. It's like, whatever. I mean, we've been watching long enough. We just kind of know, you know. 
So go ahead and say there's plenty of time left, but as experienced fans, we have a pretty good idea. Yes. Yes. Good stuff, as always. Thank you to all of you that listen to the show. We appreciate you very, very much, and we are very glad that you guys are not Kool-Aid drinkers. Not Kool-Aid drinkers. We we want to win. We want to win. We, we don't want to just be a 45-win, 35-win team. We want to be a... We, we want to ultimately win a championship someday here. Yeah. Agreed? Mm-hmm. We ultimately want to win a championship. Uh, that's that's why we're kind of... We're, we're not expecting it, per se. We're not like, oh, they didn't win a championship. They suck. We're not trying to be like that. But we'd like to win a championship. We'd like to expect more rather than just stay mediocre for all eternity. That's why we're so passionate. Damn it. So... I'm tired of that. Mm-hmm. Not being good enough and having the contracts to not be able to go over that hump. Yeah, that was a huge problem pretty much for 15 years with the the Garnett era. Well, 12 years, pardon me. Pardon me, 12 years. He was here 12 years. But, yeah, just uh, and the cap problems continued after trading, which is pretty funny, actually, kind of sad, until the Kevin Love trade. Mm-hmm. Kevin Love saved this franchise in, in that sense. He actually did, which is kind of funny. But then now we're still kind of struggling. Ugh. It's only been 16 years. No, I'm kidding. It's been over 10 years since we've been in the playoffs. It's quite weird, actually. I didn't think I'd be getting gray hairs by the next time the Wolves made the playoffs. We were like in our early 20s back then. What the hell is going on here? Sons of bitches. Sons of bitches. Sorry, I'm, I'm babbling too much. Uh, anything else you'd like to add as we look to wrap this one up? Oh, no. All right, so I think we might as well wrap this one up. We apologize if it's if it's uh, a bit crazy with the uh, the audio and stuff, but hey, we're 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 getting there. We'll figure it out, right? We we we've, we've only been doing this five and a half years, so we we should figure it out. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, no, uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah, that too, especially. And yes, this is only the third show we've ever done this way, so. Yeah, it's just the way it is. The first one was the was all the whole thing was on the phone, and last time we struggled a bit with the connection, and this time with connection struggles got worse. So, um, well, we'll just uh, we'll get this we'll we'll get it right. We'll probably go this way for the time being until we have an improved connection with the actually better audio the other way, but connection issues. So, all right, I'll stop flapping my lips, and we'll wish you a good week, and uh, wish the Timberwolves a good week as well in one way or the other. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And uh, don't forget to tell a friend if you can. Take care, everybody. 